Hi, this is Dr. John Day. Welcome to the Longevity Plan podcast. This is podcast number 286. And our question for the topic today is, is weekend catch-up sleep healthy? Getting enough sleep during the week, week, work week is hard. Wouldn't it be great if weekend catch-up sleep could undo any damage from sleep deprivation during the week? So, In this podcast, I'm going to review a new study that goes against decades of sleep research, the longevity plan. Mastria, one of the centenarians we came to love and know during our time in China's longevity village, taught a timeless principle. My life is simple. Because of this, it is easy to know when something is out of balance. Sadly, our modern lives are usually a rhythmic mess. Indeed, when I see new patients whose hearts are out of rhythm, it is usually because their lives are also out of rhythm. We're generally not just out of rhythm in one way, but rather in multiple ways. And while it might be be able to help us withstand a bit of disequilibrium in one part of our life, it's hard to keep everything in balance with so many parts of our lives are out of sync. But starting quite simply, we can rebuild this balance piece by piece. And perhaps the best place is where almost all of us start each day and where we end up each night. Is modern life basically a lack of sleep? Most of us wake up based on when we need to be somewhere. And from day to day, that often changes. As an early morning meeting can prompt a wake-up that is an hour or two earlier than usual. A late plane flight out of town can mean an extra few hours of slumber in the morning. And even if we keep a typical 9-to-5 workday, our five days on, two days off schedules promote sleeping timetables that are anything but routine. Of course, very few of us are in a position to perfectly align our schedules to a sunrise to sunset existence. There are, however, things that almost all of us can do to bring a more consistent rhythm to our lives. And while we work to bring our lives and our sleep into balance, fortunately, a new study just came out that offers hope. The Weekend Catch-Up Study. I was amazed to read about a recent study looking at sleep duration and longevity. After sifting through 13 years of records on 43,880 people from Sweden, they stumbled upon something that was rather interesting. It should come as no surprise that these researchers found that those sleeping five or fewer hours each night increased their chances of dying early by 65%. So not getting enough sleep is a quick trip to the grave. However, if these same sleep-deprived people could catch up by sleeping longer on the weekend, then their survival was as if they slept seven hours each night. And in every study I've looked at, seven hours seems to be the magic number. If you can get at least seven hours of sleep, you're protected from a mortality standpoint. And so that's my goal every night. Now, I don't always get it, but I really try to get seven hours. If this is true, it tells us that even if you have an incredibly demanding job, There is no longevity hit, provided you can get some weekend catch-up sleep. I can't even begin to tell you how this study contradicts decades of previous research. And, quite frankly, I need to see some additional research to convince me that these findings are actually correct. At least in my case, I I can't do weekend catch-up sleep. I wake up at the same time every day. And if I can get seven hours a day, it's an incredible night of sleep for me. I typically end up somewhere between about six and seven. 
uh, sometimes a little bit less. I sleep as long as I can. I don't set my alarm. I try to go as long as I can, but you know, I can only get my body to sleep so long. But let's talk about the dangers of acute sleep deprivation. To understand how bad sleep deprivation is for us, we have merely to look at the time of the year in which almost everyone is simultaneously thrown off kilter. When most folks across the United States spring forward an hour to accommodate for daylight savings time, effectively losing an hour of sleep. On the Monday following the spring daylight savings change, the incidence of heart attacks increases 24%, and the impact continues on Tuesday when rates drop only slightly to 21% above normal. A lack of sleep impacts us right down to the genetic level, affecting the expression of more than 700 genes, which in turn dictate everything from our rates of metabolism to the way in which our bodies deal with inflammation, to the antibodies created inside of our cells with infections or toxins. Pulling just one late-night work session or staying up to watch a single TV show leads to the release of some of the same biomarkers that are increased with a concussion. So and missing a whole night of sleep, at least if you look at biomarkers or the substances in your blood, is as bad as a concussion, the snooze button. And we're doing this damage in mass. Up to 70 million of us in the United States struggle with sleep, according to the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. If you regularly smack the snooze button in the morning, then chances are that you are part of this group. And any rest you get after hitting the snooze button doesn't really even count. The sleep is so fragmented, fragmented, it doesn't do anything for your body. My sleep challenges. Doctors belong to a culture that has long revered the idea of the sleepless physician selflessly putting patients' needs above his or her own. And sure, the idea of a doctor turning in at 10 p.m. each night for a good night sleep might not be as dramatic as the doctor who's staying up late, through reading through the night, reading patient records in a heroic quest to save the day and figure out the diagnosis, or to be up all night operating to save somebody. I firmly believe, though, that my commitment to a consistent bedtime when I am home has made me a better doctor for my patients. Indeed, a, lot, a lack of sleep is the single most or the biggest predictor of clinical burnout, a combination of exhaustion and lack of interest in work that looks a lot like depression. You can't help anyone when you're burned out. Weekend catch-up sleep didn't exist in the Longevity Village. For most of the past century in China's Longevity Village, it has been a relatively simple task to be in sync with the sun because electricity didn't come to the village until just a few decades ago, and even once it did, there weren't many televisions or computers until quite recently. After a long day of soaking up the sun while working in the fields and knowing that there was always another day just like that ahead, Villagers had little reason to avoid getting the sleep their bodies need. Is weekend catch-up sleep legit? This study definitely offers hope for those who have demanding workday schedules and can't get in enough sleep during the week. Perhaps weekend catch-up sleep may be a longevity hack for people with busy jobs. Unfortunately, this is a possible longevity hack that doesn't work for me as I've talked about. The challenge I have is that I'm no longer able to sleep in on the weekends. My body just won't do it. Regardless, I have a few concerns with weekend catch-up sleep. Number one, we really don't understand the potential risk of yo-yo sleeping over time. Number two, even though weekend catch-up sleep may erase the longevity hit from acute sleep deprivation, at least according to this study, what about your cognitive, behavioral, or metabolic health during the week when you're running sleep-deprived? Number three, are there 
irreparable biologic changes to your body even though you get your weekend catch-up sleep. In other words, are you doing damage during the week that you can't undo over the weekend? Weekend catch-up sleep may help to fight weight gain. In defense of weekend catch-up sleep, I did come across another interesting study. As you know, sleep deprivation revs up your hunger hormones, and people who are sleep-deprived tend to eat more and and gain weight. Indeed, this is well-known. Starve somebody of sleep, and they'll probably gain weight. However, this weight gain from sleep deprivation can be neutralized, at least in this second study. And if you want the links, just go onto my website. It can be neutralized by people practicing weekend catch-up sleep. Make the best of an imperfect world. Not everyone can simply align their lives with the rotation of the globe. Shift workers, traveling salespeople, emergency workers, graveyard convenience store clerks, hospital staff members. As a cardiologist who is often called upon to care for patients in the middle of the night for emergencies, this is a fact of life for me too. While weekend catch-up sleep is certainly not ideal, it probably is less bad for you than sleep deprivation. I just wish that I could do it on the weekends. So does weekend catch-up sleep work for you? How do you get by uh, when sleep is difficult to come by during the work week? I'd love to hear from you. Go on to my website, drjohnday.com, find blog number 286, scroll to the bottom, leave your questions, comments, suggestions, whatever. Love to read what you have. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, keep living better. (laughs) 